1: Good risings. I'm Jackie.
0: And I'm Brian.
1: And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. As you may recall, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. We're getting our month on mental well being started by re exploring the five most common types of anxiety. We got it started Monday with social anxiety. Tuesday, we talked relational. Yesterday, it was panic. Today, it's intrusive thoughts and OCD.
0: We'll start today by acknowledging that there are so many people out there who suffer silently. A lot of people respond to anxiety by trying to suppress it or ignore it. Our goal in having these conversations is that people who haven't necessarily taken the time to examine what's going on internally might hear something they relate to, might recognize some symptoms they've been struggling with, and potentially identify the specific kind of pain they're experiencing, so that they can better understand their path to healing. From my personal experience, if you can be specific about the type of pain you're experiencing, you're far more likely to discover the root of it. And if we know the root of it, we understand a little bit better what's causing our distress, what's causing our social anxiety, what's causing our relational anxiety, what's causing our panic, then we can begin to understand where and how to begin to heal. Like we said on Monday, our conversations are always based on our own personal experiences, our close friends' and family's experiences, and the things that we've learned in our journey of healing and growth. If you're experiencing severe anxiety of any kind, we highly recommend seeking out the help of a trained professional.
1: The anxiety we're exploring today is OCD and intrusive thoughts. This is an interesting one because the vast majority of the population, 90% according to the OCD and Anxiety Center, experience some form of intrusive thought. It's things like imagining swerving your car into incoming traffic, images of hurting a loved one, thoughts of catching diseases, impulses to do something shameful, or thoughts of leaving an appliance running and causing a flood or fire.
0: I'd imagine it's actually 100% of the population that experiences some form of random thought like that. The difference in that 10% is that they don't identify the intrusive thoughts as intrusive. They're likely simply comfortable with the process of the human mind. They see the thoughts come, they see the thoughts go, they accept them with no labels, and they move on. The difference between when an intrusive thought becomes an issue, as far as anxiety is concerned, is when we obsess over it, when we latch onto it, when we experience guilt or shame as a result. It's our response to the intrusive thought that has the impact on us, and that's obsessive compulsiveness. Doctor of psychology Ashley Butterfield writes for the OCD and Anxiety Center, the primary difference between intrusive thoughts that occur in the presence of clinical anxiety and those that do not is the way these thoughts are appraised Individuals with clinical anxiety are more likely to judge their intrusive thoughts as bad, immoral, or dangerous. Such interpretations generally lead to emotional activation, which increases the perceived strength of the intrusive thoughts, which then increases the level of focus upon the thought. People with clinical anxiety are also more likely to spend time thinking about the implications of these thoughts and take measures to attempt to prevent the feared potential consequences from occurring. Furthermore, they're more likely to overestimate the probability of experiencing these feared outcomes. People without clinical anxiety are more apt to dismiss such thoughts as out of character and go on about their day.
1: Some suggest that people struggling with intrusive thoughts distract themselves, get their mind off of these thoughts, or just simply don't worry about them. While this advice may be well-intentioned, these kinds of solutions aren't feasible in the presence of clinical anxiety. Thought suppression or attempts to otherwise banish a thought tends to have a boomerang effect. No matter how hard we try to push them away, they continue to make their way back into our consciousness.
0: However, because such thoughts are distressing, many people reflexively try to suppress or get rid of them to no avail. In the presence of anxiety and obsessive-compulsive disorders, intrusive thoughts should especially not be suppressed, but rather they should be examined, confronted, and worked through. This is the approach embedded within cognitive behavioral therapy and exposure and response prevention. By learning how to systematically come into contact with intrusive thoughts, individuals can learn to effectively address these intrusions in ways that provide much more than the temporary relief offered by things like thought suppression, compulsive rituals, checking behaviors, and or frequent confessing and apologizing. In essence, these treatments will decrease both the frequency and the power of intrusive thoughts. Combined together, CBT and ERP can reverse the cycle between intrusive thoughts, misappraisals, emotional activation or distress, and compulsive behaviors. Many practitioners also recommend meditation, cultivating awareness, grounding, acupuncture, exercise, supplementation, and a diet low in sugar, alcohol, and caffeine. All those things in combination are even better.
1: If you're in immediate need, you can reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's one 800 273 8255. We also know that treatment can often feel expensive or out of reach, but publicly funded programs are available in most places. If you're in the U.S. and struggling financially, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration will help you find low-cost or no-cost treatment. You can call them at 1-800-622-HELP, 1-800-622-4357.
0: thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin.
1: And you can find me at Jacqueline M Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for the final day of our week discussing anxiety. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today.
0: Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.